This week's episode of Two Shots in a Brew is brought to you by Studio, where studio headphones are designing sound. Go to www.studio.com. That's S-U-D-I-O.com. Use our promo code Two Shots Podcast to receive fifteen percent off. That's Studio Headphones. On this edition of Two Shots in a Brew, the podcast, we will be discussing evolution. Is it okay to grow? When was the last time you cried? In MTV Cribs, was that the first Instagram or Snapchat? Also, if you bring a bottle to a party, can you take it back? Why do people text instead of call? Is it fair to hold a pastor or a priest more accountable? Uh, we're also getting into elevated judgments, work baby showers, and is it true about pineapples? All that and more on Two Shots in a Brew, the podcast. Thank you for joining us here for another edition of Two Shots in a Brew, the podcast. It's your man, T. Fitch. And to my left. And you got Chris. And Miss L. All right. So the whole crew isn't here, but that is because we are doing an impromptu episode. And the reason that we're doing that is because we didn't want to leave you guys hanging. We left you hanging last week due to some technical difficulties that were far out of our control, which I will get into in a few. But we wanted to make sure that you guys had something fresh and new for Monday because, you know, we love making Monday great. So with that being said, Chris, uh, do you want to tell the people what we're drinking? We're drinking no shots and no brew today because (laughs) it's uh, well, it's in the morning. It's Sunday morning and uh, we're recording (laughs) and uh, we don't have anything. Because it's the morning. <laughs> That's right. We uh, we decided that we will not drink today. Um, but that doesn't mean that you will not get a cocktail today. Because we still do have that. And please still drink with us. Yes, yes. Please. <laughs> well, unless you're at work. Unless you're at work. Or unless you don't drink. <laughs> well, some people have a little flask at work. So. Yeah, well, I mean, if that's what you do, great. If not, I, I say, hey, listen, keep your job. I think that's a lot more important. <laughs> it's more important. Do whatever you want to do. How about that? <laughs> All right. So, Michelle, you want to go ahead and tell them the cocktail of the day? Yes. Right. So, spring is around the corner. I think it's spring this week. Um, uh, yeah, 21st. Officially. Okay. Um, so, this today's cocktail is the Bee's Knees. Oh, the Bee's Knees. The Bee's Knees. Sounds like the Wally and the Cleave. I don't know what that is. Doesn't matter. Me but either. the <laughs> ingredients. Um, you need ice, two ounces of uh, a gin of your choice, uh, three quarters of an ounce of fresh lemon juice, and three quarters of an ounce of honey syrup, um, which is um, one tablespoon of honey mixed with half a tablespoon of warm water. And then uh, you fill a cocktail shake with ice, add the gin, lemon juice, and honey syrup shake strain and enjoy chilled oh that sounds fantastic actually, that actually. sounds really good yeah i kind of want one i know i was i was thinking the same exact thing like damn we should maybe Yummy. we should have rethought this <laughs> all right so uh first let's get into last week um okay so here at two shots in the brew we mostly record at my house um i do have a laptop that i utilize for this podcast um, needless to say, uh, I had an update issue that did not go well. I lost pretty much most of the information on my laptop and currently it is being shipped to be fixed. But 
the last time we did record, I utilized my wife's laptop, which is a MacBook. Um, and that also gave me a problem last week where I was unable to get it to uh, work sufficiently, sufficiently enough for us to record. So with that being said, I do apologize for uh, not having an episode up for you guys. And we didn't want to repost like an old episode. We just figured, hey, listen, we'll give you guys a little break. And we honestly thought we might not be able to see you guys again until the 25th. But luckily for you, March 19th, 2018, you will have a new episode of Two Shots in the Brew. So that's what happened with me. Also, last week, Chris was on a lovely vacation. Chris, why don't you tell the people about your vacation real quick? I was uh, out of the country and it, in Grand Cayman Island. It's uh, beautiful. If you guys ever get a chance to go. The water is uh, like that beautiful aqua blue and it's clear and it's amazing and the people are all super friendly and the food's great and it's just awesome if you like resorty kind of stuff. So check it out. Oh, what else did I do? Oh, I uh, snorkeled the Grand, the Barrier Reef and the sun down there is super intense, so uh, use sunblock. Otherwise you'll burn. Yeah. <laughs> sunblock, that's for black people too now. Black people need sunblock, I know. Yeah, you're, you're, it was a myth, but yes, you should be I putting sunblock was, on as well. I thought it was a myth, but then a couple of years ago, I burnt in Jamaica, and it was crazy. I was peeling and everything, and I'm dark-skinned anyway, so I was I was quite surprised. Yeah, it, it, it happens. It, you don't realize until you get burnt, hmm. literally. All right, so let's get into the show. Um, I have some very interesting topics for you guys today, and the first one I want to ask about is elevator judgments oh yes um do you judge people on the elevator uh whether it be how far they're going on the elevator whether they should be on the elevator just different judgments because let me just say this i was at work the other the other day and uh so at work we have we have eight floors but really we have nine there is a there is a, a a first floor that's called the mezzanine, right? Now, people start judging people if they get on the elevator and they get off on the first floor, <laughs> and it's a psychological thing because I have to always reiterate to the people who are doing the judging that is actually the second floor, that is not the first floor. Yeah, but there are stairs right there, right? Yeah, there are stairs, but that is two flights of stairs. That's not I, one flight of stairs. I will judge someone unless they look impaired in some way, that they need the elevator. Otherwise, I feel like you should walk. Yeah, see, this is I'm glad we're getting into this so because they're, they're really going up two floors. They're going up two floors, yeah. yes. Yeah, but, but why are who are we to put ourselves in a position to tell someone they should walk? <laughs> Do they have health issues? Are they carrying a lot of stuff? No, let's say you don't know this person from Adam, but so it's why do down. we decide to, that we have a problem with you using the elevator that is provided for all of us? It's one floor. It's not one floor, it's two. I used to work in that building. The stairs yeah, but are it's, short. It's still two floors. It's short stairs, though. I mean, I don't know what that means. It's stairs are stairs, but there, it's still two floors. <sighs> I... I don't. I, I've never thought about this, <laughs> honestly. Well, that's good. I figure you're, you're no. riding the elevator. You 
You're in the elevator. Because like, what I do, because sometimes... You chose to ride it. So you're, right, so you're indifferent, right? If someone I, got off the first floor, you wouldn't no, get upset. I do it all the time. I don't care, no. Because I do, I personally do it as well at work if I'm feeling lazy and I don't want to walk around the floor to get to the stairs, then I'll go up one floor. But I always apologize to whoever's on the elevator already. Yeah, see, you know, I, 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 know, I, I know what they're I thinking. You know? I don't think apology is necessary. No, and I also it. think I, I just don't wear, know where people get off judging. That is the part that that th- that throws me for a loop. Like, who are you? Th- like, are you the elevator police? <laughs> like, did, are, like, did your did your father create elevators? Like, you understand what I mean? Like, are you the originator of elevators? Because, like, who your decides? Named Otis. <laughs> exactly. Who decides how many floors is appropriate? You know, the other thing bugs me, and it bugged me last week, is like when someone gets on an elevator. And they stand right there in the doorway. Mm-hmm. Like, even though they can see the lights are lit up and people are getting off before them, they stand and block the doorway. I do have it's a annoying. problem with the... Yeah, I try to get back in the corners yeah. or on, along the wall if I know I'm not going to get off to, like, the top floor or something. I think, every, I think most people try to be elevator considerate, but there, there's going to be a few. You know, there's going to be a few. But I just... I, like I said, my key thing for bringing this up is because I just want to know where the judgment comes from and and why it seems that it's funny because it's not something that everyone will speak about, but everyone definitely seems to think about. Yes. And I, well, and I don't Chris, understand Chris the judgment. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't know. If it's like one floor, I'll take the steps or two floors. Well, will you take the steps down or up? See, because that's another. I generally dis- that's always another comment do the steps that, that down, and I'll do the steps up like half the time. But yeah. I like to do it from like a. I'm under that impression uh, too. I, I I consider it exercise because I don't do any exercise, so I think it makes me feel better in my head for being lazy. So, because I take the steps. I think the elevator is for a everybody. Thing, <laughs> and not, you know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't really care about what other people do on the elevator. People who hold the doors to have a conversation. As that well. shit pisses me off. Well, yep. I'm in a. I'm oh. on the elevator because I'm trying to get somewhere. Not. Yeah. I don't care about your conversation. <laughs> or, or the people who won't let the door close. Yes. You know they so hit the button. It for no, 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 no. Let's just say it's full, and you don't want to get on, so you hurry to hit the button for the next one. But you hit it so it opens our elevator back up. <laughs> Yeah. Like I hate that. Like you, you, have to you, wait you follow for the light to go out. Yeah, you have to wait for our doors to officially close, <laughs> then you hit the button. I found out something cool about elevators recently. So like let's say you're in an environment where a lot of people are in the elevator and you're on the ground floor and you want to get to the top floor, but you don't want it to stop. Supposedly, if you hold the door close button and then pick your floor, it will bypass all the other floors. I heard that before. Did you test it though? I've tried it, but I I mean it seems to work, but I haven't really I will try this tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Yo Can you imagine that? Like every time people see you yeah. get off the elevator, you're by yourself. Yeah, but if you keep it to yourself and don't tell anybody else in the office. Well, we just told everybody. Well, okay. Well shit. <laughs> we just told all of our listeners. <laughs> all right, so try it out. <laughs> all right. Since we're talking about judgments, I got another judgment call I want to bring forth to you, um, and I want to get everybody's opinion. Okay, so if you let's say you're invited to a party, and um, it's someone that you know, so let's just say one of you guys are having a party, I'm coming, 
if I bring a bottle to the party and it doesn't get opened, <laughs> can I take the bottle back? Hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. Isn't it a given that if you bring a bottle and it doesn't get drunk, you just have to leave it there? I always leave it. I I think I, it, I think group. I think for the most part it is a courtesy. But I, I I don't think I would like let's say it was my house. I wouldn't have a problem with you taking it back. Like think about it. Why would I care? Mm. So I didn't have a party to collect bottles. <laughs> <laughs> I think to be on the safe side though, I would consider what I would bring. Well, depends on the type in case of party. I have to leave it. So here's the here's the interesting dynamic. <laughs> If it's food, you don't leave that unless it's food that you bought outside, like pizza, wings. But like if you bought it from your house, most people take that back. Yeah, because you want your plate back. True. If you made it, yeah. Either way. Bowl or whatever. Either way. People just make plates, period, though, right? I'm just saying, either way, you normally take your food back. Yeah. Hmm. So Hmm. remember, it's not opened. I, you know, I. See, uh, once it's opened, I do believe you leave it. Well, um, once it's open, you leave it, yeah. But if it's not opened, and what if there's more than one of what you brought? Oh, like so. Let's just say brought... you bought champagne, mm-hmm. and there's like three bottles of champagne. Fuck it, I'm taking it back. Right, but I'm sneaking it out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so you're afraid of the judgment of you taking it back? <laughs> That's an interesting question, actually. I've never. Yeah, really... what if like five people brought Jack Daniels bottles? That's what I'm saying. Like, I would probably like, I would. I would probably take it with me. But your, but in your scenario, you don't know the host, right? So you're a no, stranger. No, 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 I do. Oh, which do. is even more reason why I would take it back. Oh, if I knew the host, then I'd be like, if it's I'd one of my good something. friends, I'd be like, yo, man, you got like four bottles of Jack Daniels. You mind if I take this back with me? Sure, no problem. Okay. So, so then the question lies, is it a discussion or do you just take it? Oh, I'd say something. <sighs> See, so here's the interesting thing. Are we feeling this way just because the person was the host? Because if the person's not particularly going to drink it, what does it matter? I only I say that because every bottle that you guys have brought here is still here. Oh, yeah. Everything. I still well, got a full it. bottle of vodka upstairs. I still got that Ciroc vanilla upstairs. You see what I'm trying to say? Yes, we drink it. But the point is, is if you were to take it, I could give two shits. Oh, well, I got tired of carrying it back and forth, so I just leave it here. You know, in reality, I guess when I was younger, I would have taken that back, but now I'd probably just leave it. Because, like, let's say you got invited to, like, a party and you don't know the people. Mm-hmm. I'd leave it. Oh, see, now that I agree. When you don't know the people, you sort of kind of feel obligated to leave it because you don't know whether they want it yeah. or are interested in drinking it. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just leave it now. And does it matter for alcohol versus, let's just say, wine? If it's a bottle of wine, I'd leave it because that's kind of a uh, known as a that's gift. That's more known yeah. as a yeah. gift. But if it's a bottle of, like, Ciroc, I'm like, eh, I will probably use this. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it You know what I mean? Like, would I want to leave a whole bottle of Jameson if it wasn't open? <laughs> Fuck no. I'm taking that shit if with I me. Didn't, <laughs> if I didn't know the host, I wouldn't bring Jameson. I'd bring something... Less expensive. <laughs> yeah, I'd take. I'd to be honest, does it? So here's the funny thing. Would we? Would we change what we bring with the notion of taking it back? Like, if we knew that there was an option to take it back, would it change <laughs> what we brought? Yes. Yeah, I'd bring with stuff that I like to drink. 
<laughs> See, this is, I know I know the average person doesn't go this deep with these type of things, but I felt like this was a great great topic. Matter of fact, someone who wants to be a guest actually brought me this topic. This was okay, their topic. That's a good topic. And I and, and it, it really sparked a lot of debate. <laughs> so if this person's a guest on our show though, you're leaving it. <laughs> So that's what happened. We were discussing them coming to to join us and they said they were going to bring something. And I was like, cool. And then they were like, you know, what should I bring? I was like, bring what you like to drink. And then and then it, and then she brought it up like, well, like, if, you know, like, do you do you have you know, what's your thought? Do you believe in leaving it or whatever? I was like, well, if you bring what you like to drink, I prefer you to take it home. That's just me. Cause what if I don't I don't drink it? Then it's just sitting here. You see what I'm saying? All right, moving on. I just wanted to get your opinion on that. I thought that was an interesting topic. Um, when was the last time you cried? Um, last Sunday. Cause we didn't record. <laughs> no. <laughs> That would have been I, no. that would have been pretty epic. Because I caught up on the Walking Dead and there's very sad scenes. Oh, so you so the Walking Dead made you cry? Okay, yeah. all right, uh, Chris. <laughs> Probably at like a movie or something. I was watching by myself. I don't really have a, a an answer. I don't know specifically the last time I cried either. Um. Oh man, I don't have like. Eh. I don't really cry. You know what? The last time I cried was when my son fell off the bed. Oh, man. And, and let me explain. I was asleep when it happened. So it scared me. And then, like, he started crying. And I just got, like, kind of upset. Because I was like, oh, shit. You know, you really feel like it's your fault. Mm. You know, I don't know if he's okay. So that was the last time I cried. So that was that was months ago. I did shed a tear on Friday. I wouldn't say it's crying. A tear? It was just a couple, couple, a uh, couple of tears. Are tears considered crying? It depends on how many. <laughs> like you know, like <laughs> anything like, over three. <laughs> like no, but seriously, like if, let's get a judgment call. Like, see, because I feel like shedding a tear in a relationship is crying. I think it was more tears of frustration, though. Either as way, well. so it wasn't I think, real. I think one tear is yeah. It, you you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Like let's say a girl's happy to see you and she sheds a tear. Think about how good you would feel. That would make you feel really great. Like wow, she shed a tear. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's just I don't know. Just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> um. Oh man. Let's get into the evolution of people. Uh-oh. Now, I bring this topic up because I'm I'm bringing it up more in terms of friends and relationships. <coughs> Is it okay to grow when it comes to evolution? And what I mean by that is we're all old enough where we might have had a group of friends and those people might not be our friend anymore just because we grow mm-hmm. or same thing. We might've been in a relationship. We're no longer in that relationship because we just flat out outgrew it. 
Like, what's your take on that? I think that definitely happens. I re- not not recently, a couple of years ago, I reconnected with a childhood friend of mine. We were, she was my best friend growing up, but it was just weird because you know so many so much time has gone by, and obviously we're different people, and our lives went different ways. Mm-hmm. So it was there, there was real no no real connection there anymore. Yeah, it was definitely different. So yeah, it was definitely different. How about you, Chris? I I guess to a point, I guess you kind of outgrow certain things. But, like, I think that sometimes you have to, like, for instance, I grew up in Maryland, so anytime I go home to Maryland to visit people down there, I feel like I kind of have to step into an old pair of shoes that I haven't worn in a long time. I would imagine. Because to me, to them, I'm the person that they remember, but they haven't seen who I've kind of become, I guess, over the years. So, I don't know. It's just kind of more reminiscing and talking old high school stories and shit like that, but it's... Kind of, uh, yeah, I, I guess you kind of outgrow people. I've certainly ditched people along the way uh, just because, like, they got to a point where they irritated me or it just wasn't fun hanging out with them, so I cut ties. Not really cut ties, just kind of moved on. Uh, I never, it happens. I never, like, completely, like, 86 people, but you just kind of... So... Things change. The interesting thing... Um, like, I happened to be going through some old stuff, yes, even just yesterday. And I ran across, like, some love letters from when I was, I was pretty young. I was maybe, you know, 14, 15, right? And it's amazing to read these letters and hear the person say, like, I'll love you forever. No. <laughs> and then I literally just reconnected with this person on Facebook maybe like six months ago, but we hadn't talked for like 20 years. Okay. So it's interesting to think of how much I've grown and how much this person has grown and how insignificant those letters are now, but how significant they were at the time. It's it's interesting to, to think of about your evolution as a person. Hmm. You understand what I'm saying? It's, it's really when you really think back to like years ago to where you are now, the people you've come across, the things that you've done, maybe the people that you used to hang out with to think about your evolution currently is a very unique experience. So I kind of had an interesting. So there's a girl I went to elementary school with and then middle school or junior high, whatever you guys call it. And then. Mm-hmm. depending on region that you live in, and then senior high school. And then it turned out she and I went to college together, too. Mm-hmm. So she posted something, and I haven't talked to her in person in years, but we're Facebook friends. But anyway, she posted that she went to school, elementary school in Colorado. And I I lived in Colorado from kindergarten or preschool through third grade, and it turned out she did, too. And she went to a school that was like 20 minutes from where I went to school in Colorado. So I reconnected with her through that. And I was just like, holy shit. Like, can you, that's unbelievable, though, that she, we both were there in Colorado, happened to move to Maryland at the same time, happened to live in the same neighborhood, happened to go to the same elementary school all through high school. And then she went to the same college that I went to, too. As well. Now, she went there initially, and I transferred in, but that's bizarre. You guys are kindred spirits. Right. So, now what I want to do is, like, I'm wondering if my mom has pictures of preschool. 
I don't know if they did class pictures back then, but wouldn't that be bizarre if she and I were in the same preschool thing? That would be a little scary. Um, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so I sent her I sent her a, a, a message, and I was like, yo, if you ever feel really lucky like playing the lottery, hit me up. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> like when you buy a ticket, you know? Yo, that's, that's pretty interesting, man. Like, that's a little extreme. Yeah, crazy, right? Yeah, I mean, what are the odds? <laughs> yeah. I don't like but that message. was kind of interesting to kind of reconnect with her. Granted, it was only like a couple messages back and forth, but... Like, you know, someone I haven't talked to in probably 10 plus years. Yo, that's that's pretty deep, man. That's that's a whole nother level of things. Yo, but listen, so I wanted to take a moment and I wanted to talk about these headphones. Studio headphones. We mentioned it last episode. New sponsor, Studio headphones. They sent me the Regent Black. Let me just say, man, these headphones have been amazing. I've, t- I mean, <laughs> I've enjoyed it to no end. Whether I've been at work listening to the headphones, um, the crazy part is how far I can go away from my phone and still be able to listen. That part has been great. I've worked out with them. I've jogged outside with them. I mean, my ears get a little hot. <laughs> I'm not going to lie about that. But the sound quality has been phenomenal. So I want to urge you, if you're a listener out there and you are considering getting a new pair of headphones, I know you might be considering maybe getting like you some Beats or some JBLs or even some Bose. Listen, do yourself a favor, save yourself some money, get you some studio headphones, go to studio.com and use the discount code Two Shots Podcast. I'm trying to tell you it's more than worth it. Once you get them, you listen to them, you like them. Hey, man, hit up the podcast and let us know. Matter of fact, take a picture and hit us up on Twitter, which is Studio Headphones. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, I got a question for you. Is it true what they say about pineapple? (laughs) What what are they saying about pineapple? I really don't know. From my understanding, if you eat a good no- amount of pineapple your uh your sexual fluids will taste better yeah i, <laughs> I know it's true what they say about cranberry juice i now, i don't that i don't know men it's the same, or men same and women same principle yeah. so now cranberries are a little bit tart so yeah. <laughs> i don't know if that's a good thing it's not it's yeah, it doesn't taste good. I don't like cranberry juice anyway, but um, but it's the same principle. I like it cran comes grape. out in cran grape is delicious. Um, but I don't know. I thought about this whole pineapple thing before, and I tried eating a lot of it. <laughs> did you? Did you? Did you I question? Don't did you, know. <laughs> the question is: Did you question someone after you ate a lot of? I pizza? did not. Yeah, I had a couple bowls of pineapple earlier <laughs> today. Uh, hey, what you think? <laughs> I did not question. No. See, I mean, I think it all starts with that. I think because you I have to yeah, question the person. I don't need to ask someone. What do you mean? If I want to know that. Uh, okay. All right. Fair enough. I <laughs> yeah. mean, yeah, I guess that's true. As men, as as men, that's something we would never Chris's do. Face. Oh, fuck I'll, no. I'll be, <laughs> Obviously, a man can't do it. No, yeah. no, we no, we we can, but no. we would never want to. No, like that would never be an option. Um, 
that will forever you will always wow. be, you will always oh. be the system. <laughs> I was talking about women, not men. Okay. Isn't it interesting but, uh, how that how that is? How with women so many just things checking the oil, you know. Yeah, so many things are acceptable. Well, no, really, it's, no. more like, it's more like transmission fluid. Yeah, but really yeah. nobody oh. <laughs> <laughs> is true. But no one would know if he did. It's just between you and you. I mean, this is true, but it's still way more acceptable. <laughs> like you understand what I mean? Like women can women can do so much more like I don't know if it's a liberation thing, if it's just a masculinity thing. You know, Women have the freedom to do almost everything, mm. whereas men, we don't have I those freedoms. I think you put those limitations on yourself, though, as men. I, as as a as a male population, or maybe society yes. a little bit as, as a well. Ma- yeah, because I, I let let's take that episode of Insecure. As soon as he said he had a, he has <laughs> an issue with a woman, I mean, with another guy, was a rat. That's what I'm saying. Like, no man could ever cross over and be accepted as a hundred percent man from that point on. <laughs> Would you not agree with that? I I don't know the so, episode. Well, you're no, no, no. About. Either way, like, meaning, like, if you ever had a scenario with a guy, do you think women will ever accept you as a hundred percent straight after that? Even if you didn't do anything, if like Let's it was done to sucked, you, like the guy sucked you off. Are you still I know, masculine? this is okay. I understand this your facial expression. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I, no, I guess not. You know. Let me just say, that would have to be the most confusing feeling in the world. Because it's like, uh. yes, it probably feels good, but Mincy, I'm so <laughs> disgusted. And I would be so disgusted at myself. I mean, it's not my thing. But if you're but drunk. But if it's your thing, then that's cool. But if you you're know? drunk. Fuck no. <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean, oh man, this is this is tough because, like, I mean, if you're into that, that's great. But me personally, not think, my thing. I always you know? think to a man, it doesn't matter who's doing. There's it. no accepting. If you don't look, you, listen, it doesn't matter. There's no, or as a woman, even there's no accepting scenario for men <laughs> and for straight men. Let me say In that. In prison. Ah. Uh, I mean, I haven't been locked up, so I can't speak Neither on that. Neither have I, but you and know I the don't stories. Wanna, I don't want to speak on. You know the stories. I mean, it happens. I don't right? want to speak on that. Okay, but I'm just saying. You know, it happens. I feel like prison is like a survival thing, and what you got to do is that's that's on you. I get it. I'm not. I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Imagine like you, you know, you was in prison, and then now you walking down the streets years later, and you see that guy that sucked you off. <laughs> It's like, what the fuck? Like, how does that interaction go? Like hello, Bill. Un- isn't it like an unspoken... James, hello, James. Isn't it an unspoken thing, though? I like assume said, it would have survival, to be unspoken. So I, I, I don't out. know enough. I don't know enough. I can't speak on it. Um, I know my limitations. <laughs> yeah, don't go to jail. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, oh, man, shit. I don't even know where to go from that. Too funny. All right, so let me ask you this. Why, and this is just a pet peeve of mine, personally. Why do people text when they can just call? And what I mean by that is, let's say you want to know something. Let's say I want to know where are you meeting me at? And it's kind of like, I need to know now. Why would I text you that instead of calling you? (laughs) Like, I feel like texts have, it's flip-flops. The initial point of text was to be more efficient. 
I'm going to text you because I'm not in a position to call, right? Now everything's through text and like calling seems to be so foreign. Like, I, like my wife drives me crazy. She will text when it's like, why? I was like, yo, if you want to, why don't you just call and then you can ask everything. You get everything out the way. As opposed to sending text back and forth, it takes a half an hour. <laughs> Doesn't that make sense? I kind of agree. <clears throat> my girlfriend likes to call on everything, and I'm on the flip. I'm on the flip of that. I'm like, why don't you just text me? Like, why do you need to call me to ask me this question? That's like yes or no. Like you know, like so. That's kind of I'm on the opposite camp. Hmm. I mean, if it's a lot of insufficient calls, like where it's a very very little importance then I understand it. Yeah. Well, I mean, all calls are they're all important. In case she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, honey, you could text. <laughs> you know? Yo, what if you just say like what if she calls you and just like hold on and you send her the answer in a text? That'd be funny as shit. <laughs> Yo, uh, somebody just texted me. Yeah, why don't you check that? I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I'm just trying to help you get to the point where you're yeah, successful. I have, to, I have to say, I do text as default now. I and know. I, I think a lot of it is I don't know what somebody's doing, so I don't want to. matter? I don't if they're interrupt. too busy, they, if they're too busy, then they just won't answer. Yeah, but it's easier sometimes to answer a text than it is to answer a call. This is like no. If, well, like wait, 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 wait. Listen to what you just said. But like, if it's in the no, daytime, listen to what you just said. Sometimes it's easier. It's not easier. To answer a call, you hit a button. One button. But I mean, if you're at to work. To answer a text, you have to do a multitude of things. But if you're at work, say. Then if you can't answer, then you won't. But then you still need to know whatever it is you need to know. So you may as well just text. And plus, I do it a lot because I, I like text and WhatsApp my family a lot. So that's all typing so i just kind of fallen into the habit of doing it with everybody <laughs> i i am officially about to just start calling everybody oh no that'd be annoying like i i, I don't care <laughs> i i think this texting is going too far and i think we really need to get in the habit <laughs> of actually talking to people you can go back to like when we were remember when you were a kid before and like you just knock on people's doors like hey is yeah you're home can he you know because you wanted yeah, can, to like can hang Timmy out? come out yeah yeah like you imagine like why? Why the fuck are you at my ha- my door? <laughs> that's what that I mean. Normal. That it's, was normal it's, twenty it's, years ago. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It's like yeah. it's like we're in this weird position where like you can't you can't just have any regular interaction, and yeah. I think that's I, weird. I have been known to text someone who is in the same same room. No, well, not the same room. Same house. The same house as me. Is but not the same. Is room. the house that big that no. you can't yell? No, but if he, doors I'm not are gonna closed, lie. I prefer. I would love to have an intercom. Oh, that would be good. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. Like my house ain't big, so it would be no point. We used but to. Yeah, okay. I would love to have an intercom in my house where I could be like, "Boop, can you bring me some juice?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People used to do that with the cordless phones. You remember that? Oh, oh. shit. But you had to carry the cordless on you, and then you could intercom somebody like on the second floor of your house and be like, "Yo, can you uh, bring me down that paperwork or whatever?" You know, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, man. Listen, I'm just trying to we make get life back to the better. 80s. Yes, <laughs> yeah, we need to go back. You know what I'm saying? Of course, uh, now you could PDF the file to your 
yeah. upstairs. Exactly. <laughs> you scan that in PDF to me downstairs. I'm too lazy to walk up <laughs> two floors. <laughs> I need an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I just, listen, like I said, this, this is one of the things that just burns me up a little bit. I just don't understand why we and and also the sometimes the text is because you have to wait for the response. And that opens up a whole other can of worms if they don't respond in a timely manner. They, that's, that's the point. Annoying. And then you end up having a call anyway. True. And that's all I'm saying. Like, yo, you wasted twenty minutes. <laughs> you should have just called. Yep. Because mm-hmm. well, it have to ton of people like, yo, I didn't even see your text. <laughs> if I need to know immediately, I call. Yes. Or if I'm like driving, I'll call because I'm not texting and driving. But man, smart man. Just throwing that out there. It, it drives me nuts. It's just one of those things. All right. So, uh, El, I understand you want to tell us a little bit about a work baby shower. <laughs> yes. This this is um, this happened quite recently. We had a baby shower for a for a coworker who's. Um, wife was about to drop. Um, so <laughs> drop, drop I know. <laughs> he's on... yeah, she's about to shoot out a couple kids or <laughs> <laughs> a kid. So, <laughs> like you know, she was being induced, so we knew the baby was coming in a certain time frame, and we didn't get the obligatory email with pictures of the baby. Well, she, maybe she was busy. And no, no, from him. He's 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 the co-worker. He's the father. He's a guy. <laughs> so the question t- was, like, if you have a baby shower for somebody and, you know, you give them gifts and everything else, are they, is it the etiquette supposed to be that they send you that email with pictures of the baby? Uh, I don't think so, personally. I think they show you pictures when they get back in the office, and that's acceptable. Should they not at least tell you it's here, the baby's arrived? That normally gets around somehow, though, within the office. See, I, um, I no, I, I personally, I don't think, I think if you had a baby shower for someone, that is, like, your choice. I, I don't think they owe you shit. Because I think people are going to ask. People are going to Yeah, you're going to ask, but really, like, it's kind of like as someone who had kids recently, Man, during that time, yo, people at work is the last thing you're thinking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could give two shits what you wondering and thinking at that time. You know what I mean? Like, I got my own shit going on. Yeah. I just had a child. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> that, I, that I have to make, I ha- they have to live. I got to figure out how to make wait, them yo, live. Yo, yo, but the crazy part is how she said the obligatory email with pictures is like, like, like that is like it's almost like yes. If you're the grandma and you couldn't be there, yes, that's acceptable. But it's a, but you're fucking coworkers. <laughs> it's a given. Yeah, like you're nobody. It's a given that. No, you, you're not nobody. But, but if like, they're yeah, done, if I, your coworkers, I mean, you're not so, you're not that high on no, the no. But the list. if they went out of their way to do that for you, that's yeah. But that's not. Those, at that they point, were that, nice no, enough. But that point, it doesn't become. It doesn't become something that I now have to like respond to that's unfair but you, I, i'm the one that's that's having the child but you accepted the gifts what the hell is that therefore the, the the return is an email and a picture of the damn baby my, my experience <laughs> my experience oh, with work baby showers because i've actually contributed 
to the baby shower. I'm not going to the baby shower, but like I, you've given stuff. I've, I've given, and this is work people. Normally, like the other work people that are not the person that's having the kid. Well, hey, like we're gonna do something nice for them. Like let's exactly. get them some stuff. The person that works there isn't expecting anything. All of a sudden, they have this baby shower because it's a surprise, and like you know, like so. I don't think that they're obligated to do anything. I really don't. Exactly, I man. Don't know. I'm just be interested in what people think because. Yeah, I me too. Of, I mean, I feel like I, it is an obligation. I feel like that's really fucked up. <laughs> I mean, they could put it on, like, Facebook or Instagram or something like that. But if you're clever, though, your co-workers don't have access to your Facebook or Instagram. Okay. All right, so here's here's all of here's <laughs> then, then you're out of luck. I don't know what to dangerous. tell you. <laughs> I, I just don't then, think... Then why do you... If you're not friendly enough with them to have them on your Instagram or Facebook or whatever social media, and then you're expecting all this, like, how are they going to get in touch with you? Like, an email? Yeah. A phone call? A text? An email. So, like, okay, so they have your number, but you still don't trust them enough to be friendly with them in social media? But you expect that? They don't need to have your number, though, because most people you can just text, you can email straight from your phone. Okay. So, anyway. So, it's a quick thing. This is how it works. They're going to get in touch with somebody that they're actually friends with at work. Yes, and then it's going to get around the office because they're going to go around and be like, hey, you know, Sarah had that's her baby. Exactly and how here's how you're what someone, someone reaches out to the person who they're yeah. actually cool with. But what and if. And that person says, oh, yeah, they had the baby what last if, night. What if the person they're cool with is not on the same team? Oh, then the person, then, then that team, that team's out. SOL until someone comes around and gives them the update. Mm. Then you go over and you ask, "Hey, did Sarah or whoever have their baby yet?" Yeah. Hey, yes. Hey. Oh, are there pictures? Oh, let me see them. Okay, cool. Inf- there you go. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the person having the baby was anything. Okay. That's just my opinion. Um, Let's see what the public thinks. Yeah, because you know <laughs> the people who gave me stuff, we said thank you. Yeah, you sent it. That's it. it. Did you, you send a thank you note? Or no. did you just No. When, when did, <laughs> I've gotten thank you cards. No, I didn't send any. When did you no, say you man. just said thank you in the room and that was it? Yeah. I was yeah. That, well, that's not that everybody. Should, that should be good enough. And if it you know what? Let me see, this is gonna make me kinda hostile. I'm not gonna lie. If it wasn't good enough, I would have gave you your shit back. Oh my god! Wow! It's, but because no. because I didn't ask for this shit. No, yes, people, you were being nice, and I'm saying thank people you. People are excited. Since when is for that not you. enough? People now I gotta go get fucking thank you cards. <laughs> like this is ridiculous. I've received thank you cards. <laughs> people are excited for you. They're happy for you, <laughs> and they want to see the baby. Then that should be enough. Be excited. No, be happy. I want to see the baby. <laughs> Yo, Did you send I, pictures of your babies? I, no. <laughs> it's none of your business. I don't want people to see my kids. <laughs> like, it's, oh my like God. they're my kids. They're not community kids. <laughs> this shit is ridiculous. Oh my God. All right. Listen. Listen. Oh. Uh, wow. Okay. Yes. I don't. I, and and you know what? <laughs> oh. On a side note, if you're oversharing your kid, get like, yo, stop it. Like. I hate people who every post is their fucking kid. That is annoying. Like, come on, man. Like, we we get it. You're excited about your child. But, like, yo, other people have kids, too. (laughs) Soon, Facebook's going to be just kid book. Yeah, that's true, actually. That's why Facebook is kind of boring. So, (laughs) So, speaking of social media sites, let me ask you this. We're all familiar with Instagram, right? Chris, maybe not so much. 
Yeah. Um, well, I'm familiar with it. Okay. And oh, I know L. I'm familiar with. Are you familiar with Snapchat at all? I'm. I've heard of it, and I know what it does. Okay. So let me ask this: Was MTV Cribs the first Instagram or Snapchat? When you think about how Instagram and Snapchat are now used, mm-hmm. was MT Cribs the first MTV, MTV Cribs the first of the, of its kind in reference to Snapchat, Instagram, meaning like stars allow you to see the <laughs> shit they're doing, how they live. Yeah, that's a really good question. You never thought about that. No, I think actually it kind of was. It it puts in perspective how much life has changed. Before MTV Cribs was like a big deal because you had no clue how these motherfuckers was living. I used to watch yeah, that. They had like <laughs> every everybody they did. had like seven cars. No, but like, then yeah. the crazy part is a lot of people on MTV Cribs was still fake, same way people fake on Instagram and Snapchat. Were they? Oh yeah. Some yeah, of them would like rent yeah, Lamborghinis yeah, and Ferraris yeah. and shit, so like it made it look like they were. Rich. Oh, I didn't. It's know just that. like the Boondocks. I thought it was real. Yeah. No. I mean, people fake till they make it. Yeah, they would rent a mansion and shit. Yeah. Living in a normal house, you know, driving a Toyota Camry. Well, um, <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with Toyota Camry. I'm too I'm too <laughs> trusting. I thought that was all real. Well, that's that's their hope. You, you you were the person they did it for. What was the point then? If you're not actually getting a glimpse into their real life, their real home. Because it, it gave you a perception. And at that point, that perception normally would match whatever they were selling you. Whether it was music, whether it was film. Whatever they were selling you, that's the point to get that perception out to you. So you thought that whoever, only people who I thought was real was like Master P. Like I know that was probably really his house. You know what I mean? People who really <laughs> had a lot of money back then, I believe their shit was real. Was Master P the one where the house was like a dump? No, there was one no, I that watched. Was, that was Redman. I watched that oh. one that was like the wiring was all yeah, fucked yeah, up in the yeah, wall. Yeah, 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 that was Redman. Like, yeah, like they came in the crib, it was like people like sleeping on the floor. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, but that's his that that's his persona. That's that's what I'm trying to say. But anyway, <laughs> so the point I make it is, I think it's kind of interesting how years ago we had MTV cribs and we loved it. We we couldn't wait to you know go and see how people lived, and now we have Instagram and, and Snapchat. That's, I guess that's true. Yeah, I guess it kind of gives you instant access to what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, think about it. People make live videos now, and we sit and watch them. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Oh, shit. Uh, Joe Blow is going to the store. <laughs> like, like, oh, shit, I, I, I thought he got everything from Amazon Prime. He actually goes out. Like, it's, you know. He shops on his own? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I find it interesting how much we are enamored with other people's lives. And even now, it's regular fucking people. Like, we, like, now we're enamored with regular people's lives. That's very true. We're like, oh shit, that's Tanya from around the corner. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why are we so interested? Hmm. I don't understand. It is kind of weird. (laughs) Kind of glad I don't use Instagram now. It's the truth. I mean, I, I imagine all the time I could spend on it. Yo, and uh, this I think is, I'll subscribe later. This is later. a real side note. <laughs> Whatever happened to the guy that killed the guy on Facebook Live? Have you heard anything about that since then? No, because there's been other murders and suicides yeah, yeah, on but, Facebook but, but, Live. But how do we know whether that was true now in hindsight? Because you saw the guy get shot. Yeah, but you you would you would still think at some point that would come on the news like he's his trial was here. Like I heard <laughs> nothing. Like it just totally went away. You think it's fake? 
I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't know anything anymore. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe half the shit I see anymore. <laughs> like yo, no, I don't know what's real, what's what's fake at all. That's a good point. I know my life is real. <laughs> I'm living a real life. Because that was a I'm pretty. Because that wasn't that a serial person. He that wasn't the first one. No, first one no, he killed. No, I think it's no. I think he just snapped out. Oh. Okay, I remember the story, but because yeah, you remember right. the the same thing about the guy. Remember the guy who killed the people of the um, news anchor. Like they were, they were interviewing oh, yeah. someone else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like these stories come and go so fast. But I think we're so used to watching small clips of everything. Yes, it's like a twenty. Is it called a twenty-four hour news cycle? It's, it's just everything is just actually like two hours. You just forget. <laughs> because they just move on to the whatever. That's why. That's next. exactly why you can have Trump because, we, like, he can say something today and like tomorrow it's like we uh, we forgot. Mm. Well, he says something every day. <laughs> that's an, but, that's uh, even worse because now you're totally like not like you don't care. True. Like, you totally disregard it. You can't become desensitized to the nonsense. But that's a good question. No, well, maybe that's his point. I think it is. I think that's his entire strategy. It's just to keep us all in a flux, in like in a state of confusion <laughs> and stress. Well, it's no confusion. I mean, Donald Trump's an asshole. I mean, that part's yeah, obvious. Yeah, but he's getting away with being an asshole. Well, there's there's no getting away. I mean, he, like people voted for him. Like the people who voted for him was the only people that you could hold response. And he's always threatening people who haven't even. Decided if they're going to stand or not, if they're going to run or not. Like, say, he knows stuff about Oprah, so she doesn't want to, you know, go oh, up against Oh, I know him. what you were talking about. I'm like, stand or run? So I was was like, that on his fuck? Twitter feed, or are you reading about that no, elsewhere? No, he said that. Or? I think he said that at one of his recent rallies. Either way, uh, all right. might be pulled out of context or whatever. I, I don't believe just, half the stuff I read on all of this. So, a lot of this episode has been about judgment. And I save this to be our last topic today because this is really uh, this is really something that some people are going to take take offensively. Is it fair to hold a pastor or a priest more accountable than you would the normal person? Yes. Chris. Hmm. As in how? Can you give me uh, an example? Because, because they are, quote unquote, closer to God. I suppose. Which I don't particularly believe that part either. But that's the whole point, right? Why they're the pastor? No. I think the point is because they studied, uh, what what's it called? I forget what it's called. The actual. Theology? Yeah. And they got possibly got a degree, became ordained. Not all of them. And, <laughs> you know, there you go. Yeah, but if you set yourself up as the leader of a church, then you 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 are going to be held to a higher standard just by virtue of your position that you've put yourself in. Now, because you're the now, leader. People listen to you. Yeah, but there's leaders of lots of things. Yeah, but so, and they're it, held to a higher standard. Are they really? Yeah. In what way? An executive in a corporation is held to a higher standard than someone in a call center. In what way? Like, because let's be clear, because most executives get away with everything. Because, <laughs> true, but they're still viewed to be someone who needs to act a certain way. 
I mean, like, Who's, like don't get me wrong. You like, expect more. Like, you can't... If you're an executive at a major corporation, you can't be all reckless. Like, you can't be like Trump. And neither can Apostle. Right. But the key is, do, you, do we hold them more accountable? Yes. So you're saying yes, definitely. Yes, we because definitely of the position more. they hold as a leader of the church, and they stand there every week telling you how you're supposed to live your life. And if they're around, around you know, when, when they're off the clock, they're doing something they shouldn't be then to me that's hypocritical so i hold them equally accountable as every other person Mm -mm. i don't hold them more accountable personally i just look at it like hey listen you know everybody's human and everybody fucks up see that's the thing let me not let me not well no that's the point go ahead let you because no because i was about to get into christianity and i don't want to offend anybody so i guess i I, I mean this is open forum you're gonna hold them more accountable so like i guess depending on religion let's say it's one of the religions where the priest can be married and then you find out that he's been sleeping with whoever parishioners you're not gonna just say yeah yeah i mean well i will i will because i don't expect them to be more than who who they are why are you listening to him I mean, well, me personally, I don't. But, <laughs> but if someone else, though, why would they listen to someone who's doing dirty? Because people listen to people all day long. That's all people do is listen to other people. Yeah. Given, I understand that, <laughs> it's like, but it's like people, still... People act... Okay, like, here's the But irony. he's telling me how I Here, how to live my life. Here's the interesting thing. Unless someone has done something or achieved something that you haven't, you shouldn't particularly be listening to them to that extent. Like, you understand what I mean? Like, now, if I want to learn how to, like, skydive, I'm going to talk to someone who skydived a lot of times. If you haven't skydived, why would I come to you? But as a leader of a church, you get a level of respect from your congregation, right? Because of who you are. So you can't just say... You can't just do whatever you want and everyone's supposed to... Well, I know they do. Well, but people are just going to say, well, you're no different to me, so I understand it. No, so, you are so at a higher level. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Because, like, you go to church, you automatically already respect them. Yeah. Initially, when you go in. Everybody else earns your respect. Uh, I mean, yes. I believe the average person handles it that way. I do yeah. agree with you. Right. Uh, like I said, I, 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 I don't, personally. I don't... I mean, this is the reason why I personally had so many problems with Christianity, because I wasn't comfortable telling a priest my sins. I thought, I, 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 to me, I'm like, well, who are you? Like, why should I be telling you? Like, what can you do for me? Like, really, what can you do for me? You no. can't absolve my sins. I, so well, why I, am I, I telling agree, you? I agree with you because I've never done that. Yeah. So yeah. so it's kind of similar. Like I'm I not just, a, I've, I've I've been to church ten times my whole life. But anyway, I continue. just I just <laughs> feel like um, I feel like as humans we're setting ourselves up for failure if that is our approach to other humans. Like if we're constantly expecting other humans to have this certain level of reverence. I think you're consistently setting yourself up to be disappointed because we all have sinned. I mean, I agree with you. Generally speaking, expectations will get you fucked up anyway. You can't really expect anything from anybody because you're going to be disappointed. But I think if you're if you're a leader of a church or a leader of whatever, by virtue of your position, you are I would expect more of you if I was if I believed in whatever it was. Um, and I had I was supposed to look at you with respect and and listen to you what you're telling me and your word and your guidance and then 
you're just acting the same way as me, then that's not, I don't believe that hmm. is right. But I agree with you in, in that to me, as a personally, a pastor is no different to anybody else. But yeah. So. I don't know if I put that right, but. No, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 I think we understand what you're saying. I think the problem <laughs> is, well, in our conversation is that we don't actually, we kind of all agree in yeah. theory. Like yeah. we kind of see things similarly. So we don't have a contrasting viewpoint to kind of hammer home the opposite side. Because, I mean, some people really do put, the, you know, who priest, pastor, pope mm. on a pedestal that is so high that, like, we can't really fathom. Um, you know, I don't know how you how you become a pope, all the things you might have to go through. Oh, they, oh. You know, um, I assume button. being a pope is a grind. Like, you got to really, like, I don't know. <laughs> but you know people act like when the pope comes it is such a major thing like everything shuts down but he's just a man well you gotta be what are the people below the pope I don't know they wear the red things you should know I don't know <laughs> you're Catholic I, I can't yeah, oh, I'm, so I'm, I'm Catholic too and I'm I, yeah no, I, we're, bishops no, we, are they we, bishops we were once, no, cardinals we, we were once Catholic that's how we should describe that because oh, well, I mean, I was baptized if you, Catholic. So. Yeah, but if you don't study it, oh, I never really studied it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like if you don't participate, then. But hmm. aren't you still Catholic? That whether That's, you participate in that or case, not. I'm a, I'm a basketball player too. No, <laughs> I play hockey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but I've had. Yeah, I've Chris had, is a musician. I've had this conversation <laughs> with people before where they call themselves Catholic, but they don't. Practice, I am a on air talent, but they don't <laughs> practice Catholicism. <laughs> It doesn't work that way. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> that's what I'm trying but to say. Like, like, unless you are ac- actively engaging in it, I wouldn't call yourself it. Yeah, good point. I agree, but people... Well, that's people what I'm trying do, to say. I mean, but... <laughs> so I, all I'm saying is, I, you know, my, my Catholic knowledge is leaning. I was very... I, you know, I practiced at one point in my life... Uh, since then, I've I've gone I've gone to more other religious functions with other religions than than I have ever done in Catholicism, and for you know because that was such a short period of my life. All right, that's neither here nor there. Let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up. So, I know Miss L says she doesn't really have any well, shout outs. I did outs. have a couple of people I wanted to mention. So then... so in other words, she she's backtracked. No, uh, it's just a couple people. I'm just that I to I, listen. I mean, we're not knocking it. We're just saying that initially we were told no shout outs, and now they're <laughs> shout outs. They magically appeared the same way Lucky Charms are magically delicious. Did you know there's a, a blockbuster on the North Pole? Yes. You there's did also, not. There's because there's also blockbusters in Alaska. Oh, well that's true. I think those are the only remaining blockbusters. They are. I think we all read the same four. article. <laughs> I see no advice. There are four. In- but I didn't know there was one in the North Pole. Okay. So anyway, so what does that have to do with shout outs? Shout out, shout out to Blockbuster. <laughs> we're still, we're still, still hanging on. <laughs> Matter of fact, yeah, shout out to Be Blockbuster. Be kind, please if revive. You, if you still have a picture of your Blockbuster card, tweet us the picture of your Blockbuster card. 
Alright, so just a couple of mentions. Um, uh, Baylor the Great, um, he, he, he recommended us to someone, I don't know who, but they uh, messaged him to say uh, how great they thought the podcast was. So thank you for putting our name out there. And secondly, the legendary Shogun, who uh, listened to us and uh, appeared to have a really good time doing so. so. Those are the two I have. So I want to shout out uh, someone who was rocking with us for quite some time. Um, you know, someone on the pod actually asked about this person, so I reached out and I want to shout out to Jay from Just Say Words podcast. I know he's uh, taking some time off, but hey, listen, man, you know we wanted to check with you, make sure you were still good. Uh, you always been there to support us, so I wanted to give a moment to shout you out. I also want to shout out TOS. Uh, their last podcast, not the one that just recently aired, the one before that was so interesting. It was like a therapy session. And um, let me just say, I think I'm going to take a note from that podcast and maybe we'll have a therapy session too. So, shout out to them. Group, so, group therapy. <laughs> group therapy. So, with that being said, man, you know, shout out to Harv, shout out to Krista. I'm sorry they couldn't be with us. But for your man T. Fitch. And your man, Chris, here. And Miss L. We'd like to appreciate you guys. Thank you for following us, for listening, being with us. Make sure you're still going to iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. And uh, y'all know the drill, man. We'll see you next week. We're making Mondays great again. (laughs) Peace. Peace.